take some time and focus on your family and remember what matters and think about your friends and whether you can connect with people in person with social distancing and care or you're still remote that's okay but it's important to connect with people and the most important person to connect with is you so take that time learn about yourself know about yourself take in things that help inspire you and teach you about you so you can go out and do it that's brian falchuk and i'm brian falchuk well that's weird this is do a day you'll hear from the most inspiring people who have been through hard times overcome them and have turned around to help others with what they've learned i'm your host brian falchuk I know we can all overcome and achieve because I've lived it myself. I've written about it in my book, Do A Day, and that's why I'm bringing you this show. Remember, today's a new day. Go out and do it. Hey, day doers. Welcome back to another episode of the Do A Day podcast. This is one of the recap episodes. I need to put another season to bed. This is the end of season four. It's hard to believe that uh, another year has gone by, another season's gone by. This is the fourth season, the second year of the podcast. We crossed through 100 episodes. It was a big deal. This is definitely a big one. And I just kind of want to run through the guests really quickly. This is going to be a shorter episode so that we can all take some time in this very weird and difficult and yet oddly hopeful situation we all face. There's a lot of hurt going on right now for a variety of reasons. And it's a point where do a day is even more important because we need to figure out how do we get through all these unknowns, all these difficulties so we can move forward. And it's a point where seeing the silver linings is incredibly important. And we've talked about that with some of the guests. I've talked about that. I've put out the do a day masterclass. It's all about this, right? How do we navigate these unknowns? How do we look at the difficult and see the potential. So I'm going to just cruise through the guests that we've had in, this season started with episode 83, and it closed with episode 106, the one right before this. So 23 episodes. Let's just hit through them. So the first is the man of abundance, Wally Carmichael, who shared his story of quite the opposite of abundance to this place of real abundance in life that has nothing to do with money. After Wally was a very cool guy for all you Ninja Warrior fans, Ryan Stratus, who it's really interesting. He talked about um, this kind of moment he's in or was in at the time about like he was dealing with an injury, so he may not be able to compete in the next season. And this has been his life for a long time. He's been in every single season since the show started and he was trying to figure out his identity and he's trying to figure out what he does with his life. And since the episode aired back in January, Ryan's actually announced his retirement. And as someone who's connected with him on social media, it looks like he's free of some of that uncertainty and some of that darkness, um, which is just really cool to see. Ryan's an awesome guy um, and just an interesting story. And like hearing the struggle he was in the midst of and knowing how it played out, I think makes that episode even more interesting. Um, Episode 85 was Steve Austin, not that Steve Austin, a former pastor, Steve Austin, who's a life coach 
and is someone who dealt with suicide, uh, his own, his own attempted suicide. Obviously, he didn't actually go through with it, or he wouldn't have been there for the episode. But why he got to that point and what he's trying to affect from a change perspective in the world because of that is pretty amazing. After Steve, we had Carly Myers, who talks about the movement of play and how that can help us eradicate or recover from the stress that we're all seeing in our lives these days. And Carly's story is uh, incredibly gripping, incredibly powerful, where she and her sister were in the house when her mother was shot in the head. Uh, Her mother survived, amazingly. But as you can imagine, the terror and the fear and the anxiety and everything else that comes along for the ride that ensued afterward on top of this need to just try to make it seem like everything was fine. You know, like get good grades, get your stuff together, seem like you're good, but inside really struggling. That's the genesis of the work that Carly does today to reduce stress because she lived through such extreme stress without a real working outlet for her to deal with that. Um, Really appropriately, on the back of that episode, then in episode 87, I had my friend Michael Levitt on. Michael is all about avoiding burnout or recovering from burnout if you couldn't avoid it. And his story is pretty unreal. What he lived through in the course of just over a year, heart attack, bankruptcy, job loss, moving like the the list goes on and on and on so to hear michael today and to know how on top of these things he is and calm he is and healthier he is is pretty awesome i'm honored to call michael a friend and uh hearing his story and the things that he does to help people avoid getting to that point is really important um another amazing guy who i've been very thankful to build a friendship with is drew tadia Drew is uh, just, he's a really cool guy, and it's not just because he has a blue mohawk, but um, he's someone who has fought really hard for the things he's genuinely wanted, and he's never quit. And when he's had little windows of opportunity, he's done everything he could to see them through to fruition. Um, And that includes this dream of playing professional baseball. Uh, just a cool story of perseverance, of hard work, of dedication to what you really care about. And he lives his life according to his rules. And that like maybe sounds like it means he doesn't like there's a lot of things he doesn't do and he doesn't conform what like what it means is Drew knows what matters to him and he's not bothered by the rest of it. So he doesn't have extraneous things. He is focused on what matters most, and he gives all of that his all. Really cool, really, um, just a, just a, (laughs) I'm using the word cool too much, but like, he's just a cool guy. He's just like a genuine real person, and I love his story. Um, Episode 89, another amazing human being, James Roberts, who uh, has a condition called femoral dysplasia. It's like a section of his leg is not there, and as a result, he has a prosthetic leg, But it also means, uh, as someone who's incredibly athletic, he played multiple sports on behalf of the United Kingdom in the Special Olympics. And um, 
he's had a pretty cool experience. <laughs> using cool again. He's had a really amazing experience in life and the things he learned in pushing through and not letting a disability block him set him up to then help others who are disabled to have wellness in their life, to have physical fitness, despite the limitations that they may face. Um, and obviously, he knows firsthand. Episode 90, Susan Clark. Now, this goes back to uh, Susan's partner, Chris Marie Campbell, who I had on in season three. And in getting to know Chris Marie and then finding out about Susan's story, it was like, she would be amazing too. I have to have her on. And they typically do podcasts together. So this was uh, a little different for them to do them apart. But Susan's story is breathtaking. And it's a long, drawn-out journey of trauma and uh, very close to terminal cancer. And this whole journey that ensued after that uh, to build Susan's perspective on the world today and the things that are important to her and the things that she tries to help people with. This was honestly like, this is one I think I listened to six or seven times, uh, which I, I don't usually do, but it moved me that much. So that's episode 90, absolutely worth hearing again. Serena Sabala joined me for episode 91. Um, she made this documentary about her father's mental illness and the impact on her family. There's a really interesting perspective. We talk about that, and we talk about mental illness. We talk about the power of wellness and how it needs to encompass multiple parts of your life and not just be about your physical fitness or your mental wellness or your nutrition or whatever. It's a complete picture, and it's really touching. Um, the documentary is not long. It's like, I don't know, about 10 minutes. It's absolutely worth watching. So this is one, don't just listen to it, but do go check the show notes and get the link to that documentary. Um, I was really moved by it. And I think, I think it's a conversation a lot of us need to have. And it's an awareness a lot more people need to have because mental illness is all around us. Episode 92 is Carol Hansen, who is a style or image consultant out of the UK. And she goes back through her own story of her struggle with her image, her self-image, through her eating disorder past and the pain that she went through and how long it took her to rebuild her sense of self and to move it into a place where not only does she feel good and empowered about herself, but she can help others do the same. And she's so aware of the benefits of doing that. So she's incredibly committed to building strong images for people, uh, for women. And I love this one. Like it is really an empowering episode. That's episode 92, 93, such an awesome guy, Jackson Gillies. For anyone who watches American Idol, uh, Jackson was on one of the seasons. I don't remember off the top of my head. Such an amazing story. And his attitude and perspective in life are incredible. Jackson has type 1 diabetes and something called HS. It's hydrotinitis superativa. And it essentially creates these, like, I don't know, welts, lesions, something uh, on his skin that as they clear up, they leave scars behind. 
And so he has them, you know, all over his body. And he learned through his battle with these two autoimmune conditions, uh, first of all, how to listen to his body and how to understand what it, it really needs and then how to live in accordance with that. Uh, he also is an incredible musician with a great voice. And so me and my family, we, we love his stuff. Like we just love listening to it, but he's got this attitude and this energy and this power that is so beautiful. It's so bright and so brilliant. And, um, I sent him a note about this after the episode was recorded. Um, I happened to be traveling when that was still allowed, still a thing. And, uh, I have worked out in the gym at the hotel and wiped myself down, like after getting sweaty with a towel, you know, they had like the towels sitting there that were supposedly all clean. And I, I had a reaction to something in the towel. I don't know if it's the detergent or maybe it had a bunch of dust on it, whatever it is. I like broke out in these kind of hive things. I don't, I don't know exactly what they were, but I had these big welts all over my face and my chest and my lips swelled up and covered me head to waist, I guess. Um, and I had to shower, pack up and get to the airport or I was going to miss my flight. So I couldn't just like sit around and wait till they went away. And I had nothing, like I had no medication that I, you know, I couldn't take any like Benadryl or anything. So I get on the shuttle from the hotel to the airport and they have like a shuttle bus. And this woman sits, sits down next to me and looks over at me and clutches her purse and inches away. And like, this is nothing like what Jackson goes through scale wise, but it was this momentary taste of what it's like to live with something people can see and they judge. And it affected how I felt. It affected how I felt about myself. It affected how I felt in the world. And it just gave me this momentary taste of what maybe Jackson gone through, you know, time and time again, just amplified. Um, But to feel that and then to also be aware of how he is, the positivity the openness, the willingness to talk about things, um, it made it even more powerful for me. So that that is such a great episode just to take in Jackson's Jacksonness, if you will. Um, next was Casey Maine, who has a really cool story of this process that led to her book called "I Gave Up Men for Lent," which is a really fun title. Um, but that's actually what happened. And it was this sort of realization of who she was and how dependent she had become on men or relationships rather than figuring herself out. And maybe too much alcohol as well. And so putting all that together into a rebirth and a figuring out of herself. And she's completely changed the way she lives her life. Um, Casey's awesome, really, really awesome. And that is a great self-awareness story and, uh, and gives you hope, I think, for what you can achieve when you're willing to go through that self-look. After that was Justin Stenstrom, who is the elite man. That's his brand, his magazine, his podcast. And Justin put out a book of his own story, his struggle with anxiety and depression. And it's pretty powerful. Like I, I read the book. It's... Um, it's self-help in the sense that like you hear what led to his own struggles and then he basically just like went full bore to figure it out himself because 
he was sort of written off and like, oh, just take these drugs, you know, from the doctors and you'll be fine. And that just didn't sit right with him, with his dad, uh, with the kind of way he wanted to live his life. He's still a teenager. And so he went on a quest to figure it out. And he was uh, really open and honest with everything he tried, what worked, what didn't, when it didn't, what was not working about it. And uh, some of those stories are kind of funny. Some of them are kind of raunchy. Some of them are kind of provocative. But he's really honest. And he tried everything. And it's not that nothing works, so he had to keep trying something else. It's that each thing had its benefit in one area or another. And he really pushed through to figure it out and pull together this sort of whole life prescription for overcoming these things, which I thought was incredibly valuable. Um, so that's Justin Stenstrom, episode 95. Emmy Kirshner came in on episode 96 with her journey to uh, come out of her divorce and recognize more of who she was and what she's capable of. And as a mom, how was she um how was she showing up for her kids and all those things really came together into her business consulting which you know you don't necessarily think oh like self-help self-valuing like what does that have to do with business but actually it has everything to do with it if you really want to be successful especially as an entrepreneur you need to know yourself and you need to be good with yourself and uh, make the right choices for you uh, so just really cool story um, there I go again with cool, but I'm not going to judge myself for it. And um, I mean, it was great. It was episode 96. Next is Sam and Patty Cullinane, who are awesome. They're just the funniest, coolest people. Um, they, so they're a married couple, and they got married, uh, raising their kids, things kind of fizzle, falling apart, start bothering each other. It's not working out. Sam takes a job in Spain, takes the kids with her, and they split up, do all the paperwork to get divorced. And in the next year, um, the work that Patty did, the experience that Sam had and what she presumed it would be like without him, and just reconnecting with the different versions of themselves and the work they did on themselves that they weren't doing when together they fell in love again and luckily their lawyer was kind of either sloppy or lazy and never actually filed their divorce paperwork so they didn't have to get remarried they just the divorce just never went through and they tore up the papers um, they came back together and like a lot of people who fight and come back together or break up and make up they don't actually fix the reason why they split up sam and patty absolutely did and did it in such a way that that's like their main focus today is helping couples figure things out so that they can move their relationship to a better place. And they just released their newest book when, uh, when I had them on. It's Marriage from Miserable to Magnificent. Um, they're awesome. They have such a great chemistry and they play off each other really well. I've gotten to meet them in person. We spoke in an event together. Uh, and so I've seen them like on stage with the right, you know, with their banter and it's awesome. But I've also like sat at a table with them at dinner and that's really who they are. Like they have a lot of fun together. So that was just a great episode. It's always cool to connect with the two of them. Um, after them, I went on to interviewing Mariah Heller. And interestingly, the reason why I met Sam and Patty is because of Fernando Flores, 
who was on, I don't know, episode 70 something. I, I don't even remember a little while ago. Um, it came out in August, 2019. I know that. Um, another person that Fernando introduced me to is Mariah Heller. So Mariah has Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and has lots of chronic pain. Couldn't really figure out what it was or why. Um, but also wanted to be physically fit and active. And so in her own quest to support her body with more physical fitness, she learned how to do that in a way that respected her chronic illness and her chronic pain. And so she has developed uh, a coaching program, a coaching practice for people who have chronic pain. And actually, that's a ton of people in this country. Chronic illness is really widespread. And um, the timing was really interesting. We did the episode in late April. And of course, with the lockdown that was going on then, people aren't going to the gym. And she has developed this to do it remotely so she can connect, you know, through Zoom or, or whatever. Um, but it was, it, was good, it was good advice for people who are in that spot, but it was also really powerful to hear that firsthand struggle herself and how she came to this place because she built it, she built this whole approach because she needed it. And it's always the best is when it's not just like, oh, I think there's, you know, an empty spot in the market where I can make money. It's like, this is really needed because I need it myself. So she solved her problem and extends that out to others. After Mariah in episode 99 was Nathan Todd, and this is all about labels. Nathan is an incredibly inspiring guy. He's got cerebral palsy and he cannot be stopped. Like he just keeps pushing. Obviously, like a lot of people on the show that are doing things like that, he that was not always the case. He was very much in a bad spot, um, lost, constrained. And what he realized is these are all labels that we choose to put on ourselves. And in his own understanding that, he was able to start to help others figure the same thing out and move past those labels or see the labels as empowering instead of restricting or recognize that you can peel that label off and choose another one. It's up to you. Um, Nathan's incredible, super inspiring, and hearing the way he talks about it, knowing what he goes through, not just what he went through, but what he continues to go through, that's a really powerful reminder for all of us of what we're able to do despite what label may be placed on us. The big one, episode 100, I needed to call in the big guns for this one and bring back two of the uh, most like commented on, shared, listened to guests that I've had. And little did I know, even though we've got a bunch of friends in common, uh, they had never met before, so no clue this is the first time they ever talked. This is Cornell Thomas and Michael O'Brien. Um, we had just a really beautiful conversation about resilience and the power of connection at a time when connection was tough. You know, we were readjusting to what connection means with each other and how we can still connect and how we can come back from the spots we've been in, no matter what we think. And choosing the two of them was also intentional based on their stories. Like Michael was nearly killed and by all accounts should have died after getting hit head on by an SUV while he was out for a bike ride. And Cornell, who was going to play pro basketball in Europe, 
uh, right before flying out to go join the team, uh, he was playing with, with a bunch of friends and his knee popped and that was it. His career is over. Um, actually, it was not his knee. I think it was like his, uh, his Achilles, so further down. Um, yeah, he lost everything, his whole dream, like gone in a flash. And it wasn't all roses. He didn't just come back and say like, okay, I'll do something else. Um, his original episode, like he goes into all that and just like Michael does. But these are guys who know what it's like to have the rug ripped out from under you. And the two of them are so unbelievably inspiring, beautiful, and positive and clear, despite what they've been through. So I thought it was so important to have that kind of message front and center at the times we're all facing. Because, you know, the middle of the pandemic, people felt like the rug had been ripped out from under them. So to hear from people who lived through that, I think is really valuable. All right, six more to go. 101 was Sunday Burquest. For any Survivor fans, Sunday was on the season of Gen X versus Millennials. And she's pretty amazing. Like, yeah, she survived on Survivor. Uh, She didn't make it to the end, but she got pretty far. But that's not even why she gets to have that title of Survivor. She has dealt with really just an unreal back-to-back smack in the face series of losses and struggles and pains uh the loss of her father who is an alcoholic uh other illness and loss in the family her husband suddenly having this major heart issue that nearly took his life a couple of times and then as soon as they get through that she's diagnosed with pretty aggressive far along cancer and you know she survived that but it's, you hear the story and it's like, oh, wait, there's more. It's one after the other. And what's incredible is like, and then she chooses to go on this show that, yeah, I mean, it's unbelievably hard. Uh, so they call her Grit Girl for good reason. Sunday's a lot of fun. That was a really cool interview. And as a big Survivor fan, it was a little bit of geeking out anyway. Um, but it's that is a that is a really strong reminder of how you can pick yourself up no matter how many times you're getting hit, and uh, and still go fight. I love that. So Sunday was was great. She's a lot of fun. And since she came on the show, Sunday actually uh, recently, very recently, like days ago, found out that she has two other forms of cancer that she's facing right now. So thoughts and prayers, uh, genuinely with Sunday and, uh, you know, just hoping that that grit that's within her comes out full force because the cancer stands no chance against the force that is Sunday Burquest. Um, Carolyn Colleen, who defines the word fierce, was on episode 102, and she tells the most gripping story of her life and the things she's been through. It's incredible. And then you realize who she is today and you can't connect those two. Like what she went through growing up, the abuse, the all of it. And you do need to listen to episode 102. It's really, really difficult and really powerful. She's a PhD. She's a mom. She's a successful business. 
Um, she's coaching other businesses on their own strategy and success. You would never see those two things, like what she came from and where she's at being related. That's because of how she fought through it and what she discovered in those incredibly hard moments, like at a shelter with her young daughter, you know, finally getting a place to stay. And it's just really dangerous. And like, it's not a place you picture raising your child and to be there because you had to escape an abusive husband. Um, the, the story just keeps going. Carolyn is unreal. I've gotten to hear her speak live twice and I've known her for a couple of years now. Uh, she's actually the one who introduced me to Fernando Flores. If we go back to Fernando again, um, she's a, just an amazing human being, super, super inspiring. Um, after Carolyn's interview, I had Emily Goff on. Emily uh, was living with her boyfriend for years, had a house together. Little did she know, he also had a house with his ex-girlfriend, who he moved across the street from him and Emily. So... That's kind of a wake up, right? When the there was a knock on the door and it was his ex and she spilled the beans about everything. Um, that completely rocked her world, turned it totally upside down. And she ended up leaving and moving to Bali for a while and has completely transformed her life. But what she learned in that traveling time on her own uh, after that shock it's it's pretty amazing and empowering stuff, but it's all about this unknown of the journey. And I think we're in times that are very much unknown right now. So hearing her story is really appropriate. Whether it's about travel or not is irrelevant. It's about life's journey and how much we don't know and can't control. Similarly, actually, Paul Stretton-Stevens in episode 104, Paul has been medically retired three times including losing vision in both of his eyes or most of his vision in both of his eyes. And what you see each time is he, like, he comes up against a wall and a lot of us just see the wall and we're crushed. And Paul saw the wall and then he's like, oh, look, there's a door. Why don't I go through that instead of standing here in front of this wall feeling like I can't move? So he pivoted each time and he recognized, okay, I can't do this, but what can I build in myself so I can do that over there? And so he reinvented his career multiple times because he didn't have a choice. Well, he did have a choice and that's the point. He recognized where his choices lie and he pursued them. And so today he's an author and he's a coach, he's a futurist and a speaker and that looks nothing like his first career, which looked nothing like his second career, and so on. So it's really interesting and a great reminder that no matter what walls we come up against, there are doors all around us if we just look and are willing to put the work in to be able to move through those doors. Andrew Hood came in after that with a really strong story of dealing with anxiety and depression in a pretty profound way. Uh, and the shame around it and having to hide it. And this was one I recorded a while ago with Andrew. Really loved the conversation. I didn't know it was his first podcast when we started, but he told me afterward. Um, I, he, did, he did a great job telling his story. But 
it's always interesting for me then to hear people's reactions to it. And this is one that actually got quite a bit of buzz on social media with people responding back about it. Uh, I think this issue of anxiety is so much more prevalent than anyone admits. Like there's lots of stats about it and it sounds big. It doesn't sound big enough to me because I think it's a lot worse than the stats ever imply. And based on the reaction, the fact that it's resonating as broadly as it is, I know that this is a big deal that we all face. And yes, the current situation is certainly a part of that. It increases anxiety or brings it to the surface where you may not have known you had it before. But this is an episode you have to listen to because this anxiety issue is really, really prevalent. And the last episode in season four was Lakshmi Dave Bowen, who had a very tumultuous childhood in early teens, like sex, drugs, alcohol, um, really difficult upbringing um, that came from trauma. So being sexually abused and the path that ensued after that to then find a recentering in yoga that completely unlocked things for her and showed her a new path and has shaped her life today. It's really beautiful. It reminds me of one of the earlier episodes that I did. I think it's like episode five or something. It's really early on with MC Yogi, whose music is awesome. If you're into hip hop, he's incredible. Um, but he was very much going down the wrong path. He ended up in like a group home for teens who were screwing up. Right. Um, and he found yoga and it completely changed his life. So it is, it's interesting. You might think it's like some class that people go to with like leggings on and whatever accessories and it's it's more of a commercial thing but that's not really what yoga is it's not it's not a workout like yes it is but it's so much more than that and these are two people who definitely brought in the whole picture of yoga and it changed their lives so awesome interview with lakshmi dave Uh, that's it that's season four i'm going to take a few weeks off This is what I do between the seasons, and the timing always works out beautifully because it always hits holidays when they say you shouldn't be releasing podcasts anyway. But for me, it's a double whammy. So we got July 4th coming up, and I'm also releasing my third book. This is the first time I've got two books that are happening within a 12-month period. It's been good but hectic. Um, This book is different from the first two, Do a Day and the 50-75-100 Solution. This is a business book in the insurance space, which is where I spend my days. Um, But it's kind of a self-help book too, just like the first two. It's just that the self is an industry that needs help plotting its course to the future and innovating. And so it's called The Future of Insurance from Disruption to Evolution. Maybe you're interested in it. But it's a different thing for me. It's a different niche, Um, but it is my day job space. It's where my expertise has been throughout my career. Um, So I'm just kind of bringing both of those worlds together. Um, But that's that's been my focus, and I need a little bit of time to make sure that its launch goes according to plan, and I've got lots of activity planned for it. So I'm going to focus on that. We're going to do July 4th. I want you all to focus on your families and your friends and yourself, and we'll come back. I've got like 20 episodes in the hopper already, so I know season five is going to get off to a very strong start. Um, But we're going to take a breather for 
two, three weeks, and we'll be back. And of course, the easiest way not to miss anything is just subscribe. So when the new episode hits, episode the first episode of season five, you just get it. So easy peasy, subscribe to the show, like it, review it. It means the world to me, and it helps the show grow. And I want to remind you that the Do-A-Day Masterclass is available still for a limited time at a much lower price. It's just under $900, but I'm offering it. I know I said $47 when I talked about it before. I've actually lowered the price because I just want more people to get it. So it's $37 now through the end of July. So you still got some time and you can buy it now and take it when you're ready to take it. So if you're not sure, but you got $37 in your pocket, you can do it. And uh, it's real easy. Super easy to sign up. Just go to brianfalchuk.com slash courses, and you'll see the link to do a day masterclass right there. Um, or you can go to brianfalchuk.com slash overcome and achieve. All one word, all letters, no ampersand for and. Overcome and achieve. And that will uh, give you more info. There's a little video I put in there. There's some more details about it. You can click through and purchase it. Super simple. And... You're good to go. And then you've got access for your entire life. I will never take it away from you uh, for just $37. So it's 96% off. That's a good deal. All right. I'm going to leave it there. I do really mean it about July 4th. I would love for everyone listening, even if you're not in the U.S., so July 4th is just a day. Take some time and focus on your family and remember what matters think about your friends and whether you can connect with people in person with social distancing and care or you're still remote that's okay but it's important to connect with people and the most important person to connect with is you so take that time learn about yourself know about yourself take in things that help inspire you and teach you about you so you can go out and do it thanks everyone